Next up on the Renaissance Man podcast, we have two-time Emmy-nominated actress, chef, author, and social media personality, Tabitha Brown, who satisfies the hunger of millions with her unique approach to veganism and her positive energy on the daily. Coming up, I talked to Tabitha about growing up in North Carolina, the viral video she made that changed her life forever, and how she found her faith again after battling a chronic illness. Up next, Tabitha Brown. Let's go. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post, a show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. I want to take a moment and share some amazing news. Our episode with the great Irvin Magic Johnson has won gold at the Signal Awards. Thank you to everyone who voted and helped make this happen. If you haven't already checked out that interview with my idol, my hero, I highly recommend you take a listen. We'll make sure to link it in today's show notes. In fact, our recent award really made me connect with this week's theme, which is be yourself to free yourself. I feel honored and privileged to be at a place in my career where I can have a show like this and be my complete unapologetic self. I can share my personality, my ideas, my fashion, my thoughts to the world and not have to pretend to be anything other than my authentic self. That's freedom. Wearing my hair the way I want, wearing whatever glasses I want, having whoever I want on the show that you demand. And I appreciate your feedback. And I'm here to remind you that being you is enough. And you should celebrate that. There's a weight that will be lifted off of your shoulders when you could just look the way you want to look, speak the way you want to speak. And more importantly, love who you want to love. Remember, you are the director in your life. Don't play the script that's been written by others. My next guest is unapologetically herself in every way. She has transformed her nearly 5 million TikTok followers and successful YouTube channel into a Food Network show a line of spices and a partnership with Target and so much more. And I can't make this up. 30 minutes after this interview, I was driving in downtown Los Angeles. I literally saw her on a billboard promoting her work with Target. Coming up, I talked to Tabitha about the importance of paying attention to the things we eat every day. Her greatest influence is in the kitchen and on the silver screen. And when she realized being her authentic self was always going to be enough. 
up next, Tabitha Brown. It is my honor to welcome the multi-hyphenate Tabitha Brown to the <laughs> Renaissance Man podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Look, hello there. <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time. You're such an inspiration by your journey. So I have to ask, how did your upbringing in North Carolina shape you? You know, uh, my upbringing, you know, I'm from the country. Uh, some people would call the sticks. Uh, I'm from Eden, North Carolina would be the city everybody knows, but I grew up in a town called Stoneville. That's where my home is. Uh, and I think everything about me is Eden, North Carolina. Like the way people know me now is home. Uh, it shaped me when it comes to being uh, authentic, being loving, uh, being country and being all right with it. Right. But it took me a long time to get back to her. You know, because for a very long time, when you, you know, grew up in the South and then you kind of move around, you know, I was kind of told many times that, you know, I sounded ignorant or, mm -hmm. you know, they'd be like, oh, you a country Bama or, you know, there's mm -hmm. all kind of names for it. And I kind of tried to cover that and mask that. Uh, but then in the last five years, being on my freedom walk, mm -hmm. I realized that, oh, wait a minute, who I was being from Eden, North Carolina, uh, it was always enough. And I don't have to hide that. I can be exactly who I am. And so, listen, when you go to the Carolinas, honey, people be like, them the nicest people in the Carolinas. And I believe that. <laughs> Not because I'm from there, but just yeah. because it's true. So we, we love people hard in the Carolinas. And I try to do that every day. As I mentioned, you're such an inspiration. And I have to allow you to elaborate for those that don't know exactly what your freedom walk entails. Well, for me, my freedom walk, you know, I got uh, sick back in 2016 and uh, the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. So I had something was happening within my body where it was starting to attack itself. And so they were saying, you know, there's something autoimmune happening. We just can't figure it out. And so I was sick for about a year and a half. And during that time, it's kind of like I lost my faith a little bit. I thought God had forgotten about me. Mm. Right. And I got to a really dark place because when you sick for a while and you don't know what's wrong with you, you really get depressed because, you know, you know, you know, your body. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I know something ain't right. But in that dark time, I was like, you know what, Lord, I'm going to try one more time. I'm going to try one more time. God, to really pray and really mean it. Mm -hmm. uh, I grew up in the church, you know, from the South. I grew up in the mm -hmm. church. I always prided myself on being like this woman of faith. But. I really had lost it a little bit. And so I went in the bathroom, what I call my uh, coming to Jesus meeting in my bathroom. So I, I got in the mirror and I was really in search of trying to see my soul. Mm. And so I prayed and I was like, God, if you heal me, you can have me. Mm. And I'm not going to try to live my life my way anymore. I'm simply going to live it the way you created me to live it. Mm. Right. And something changed that day. You know, when I when I walked out, I just felt different. I was not well still, but I just still felt different. Um, and after that, a couple of weeks later, you know, I had a dream. And what a lot of people should know about me is that 
I'm gifted in dreaming. That has been my whole life since I was a little girl. I would dream things and they come to pass or they send me messages. Mm-hmm. And so I had had this dream and I had saw myself on a show and I was, you know, had like a little short, you know, uh, Afro, you know, very short hair. Cause at this time I used to always wear my hair very long and straight. Cause I'm trained actress mm-hmm. and I always had covered my accent, but in this dream, I was completely me, mm. me that my daddy know the me that my husband know, you know, completely free. And when I woke up, I was like, no, what kind of show was I on Lord? Because while I was sick, I wasn't really able to pursue my acting career. Mm-hmm. And I was like, reveal that to me. What was that? And I had heard a voice that said, start doing videos. And I was like, uh, no, nah, Lord, I can't do that. I don't want to do no videos, you know, because as an actress, I was always told if you do videos and social media, they ain't going to take you serious. Mm-hmm. But he reminded me of the bathroom conversation a couple of weeks prior. He said, you said, if I heal you, I can have you. Mm-hmm. Which meant I had to be obedient. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I said, OK. And so in that obedience of starting to do videos, I also realized that I can't show up as this other person that I had created because for almost 20 years, I had created this Tabitha. I wanted the world to believe I was. Mm. I always covered my accent. I always wore my hair straight. Mm. I always tried to be a certain size. I tried to do everything to fit in, Mm. but that wasn't freedom. Mm. And so I had to start taking off layers. I'm still taking off layers. Yes. But that meant I had to go on a freedom walk. Mm. And I've been doing it ever since. It's been, you know, over five years now. And I still take off layers um, because healing isn't permanent. Healing is a journey. and We always can be triggered Mm. by things. Right. And so because of that, you know, it's an everyday journey for me. Very refreshing. And as MLK holiday approaches and to hear you speak it reminds me of one of his quotes that's my favorite when he says faith is taking the first step without seeing the entire staircase yes and not only being in entertainment but also being black and being a woman we you have to find ways to quote unquote to fit in in order to be accepted for the opportunity that we're pursuing. And then it becomes so very refreshing that I could just be the best version of myself and great things can actually happen through faith. So this, this journey is, is, is is so remarkable that you, you stayed in your faith and continue to reinvent yourself and continue to grow daily. I follow you on social media and I'm inspired by the things that you post. So I have to ask, who are the people in your life that influenced you in particular when it came to food or the arts? Well, you know, when it comes to food, right? (laughs) My granny was our town baker and she cooked. You know, my mama was an amazing cook. My aunts, it's, it's family, right? I was a tomboy growing up. I ain't want to be in nobody's kitchen, right? I used to be like, uh-uh, I don't need to be in there. When I grow up, I'm going to be rich and famous and I'm going to have a chef. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to turn out to be the person. Okay? Uh, so it's always family for me. Uh, when it comes to entertainment, believe it or not, you know, of course, like many of us, I grew up on the Cosby show, right? Mm-hmm. And I used to always like just love watching Felicia Rashad. I just would admire her grace. And uh, I used to tell myself, I want to be that when I grow up. I want a TV show and I want to be known as America's mom. 
and have this amazing sitcom, right? Mm-hmm. You know, before uh, Roseanne caught all that heat, I used to be like, I want to, my perfect show would be, uh, I'm a Claire Huxley meets Roseanne, put me right in the middle, <laughs> that's me, right? Right, right. Uh, but that's the type of feeling I wanted to give the world. That's the type of art I wanted to create. I'm also a really big uh, Whoopi Goldberg fan. Mm-hmm. And just those type of women, being able to see them that looked like me growing up, I was always inspired by them. And you did it. Tab time. Two-time Emmy nominated. Incredible. So talk about the process of making that show and how fulfilling it was to receive your Emmy nominations. Well, first of all, I'm still blown away that I even received the Emmy nominations, right? Because I was like, I dreamt that, you know, we won an Emmy for Tab Time last summer. And I text my whole team back in June. And I was like, in my mind, I kept thinking, but my show is on YouTube. We can't even be nominated for Emmy. Like, that's what I thought. But, you know, that's how God worked. He was Mm -hmm. like, I want you to doubt me. (laughs) I want you to keep doubting me. I can do all things. Mm -hmm. So I was just amazed, grateful to be nominated to me is the win. To be nominated personally as the host, as myself um, and for the show. You know, I wanted to create a show that gave us the old school feeling. You know, I grew up mm-hmm. on Mr. Rogers. I loved watching him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Last. kids now, we are in such a rush for so many children to grow up so quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to do something to slow it down a little bit. Because we only get a small amount of time for children to be children. Mm-hmm. We really get a good 10 years. And that's it. Mm-hmm. We adult for the rest of our life. Mm-hmm. And so I thought if we could have a children's show that taught children how to love themselves and see themselves, no matter how different they feel or they are, uh, and learn together, right? Have fun together. Then those same children will grow up one day and love themselves as an adult, see themselves as an adult, despite their differences, and also love and have compassion for each other. Uh, And my hope is that, you know, that helps heal the world one day. But I absolutely love it, honey. The kids love it. Honey, I'll be in the stores and they'd be like, Miss Tab. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I love children. You know, the old saying is the children are our future, but it's a yes. it's a true fact, right? We were once children and here we are. So it's definitely um, you know, a passion project. 